0: The Swain Event podcast is driven by Beatty Chevrolet. For your new and pre-owned vehicle shopping needs, visit BeattyChevrolet.com Deep down the middle, has got his man
1: and he's gone! Jason Swain touchdown!
0: It's time for the Swain Event. With your host, Jason Swade. My man. Real sports talk for the real sports fan.
2: All you chumps are going to bow when I whip them.
0: It's time for the Swade event, fueled by Dead End Barbecue.
3: Get it to his mouth and a red flag. Oh. Oh.
0: events, fuel, bought that in barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. We still, we still snowed in, folks. Hit me, go, ball 247. I'm Jason Swain, live from the Low T Center studio. Good morning, Ben. Good morning. You warm and toasty? Oh, Yes. <laughs> Um, I don't know about you, but 2024 has been entertaining in the world of college football. We all understand what, what needs to change, what has to change. We understand that this is not the college football that we have grown up to, to love. Um, it. It has been completely, completely different. We we understand that. Um, no one's denying that at all. But, Ben McKee, it ain't it ain't that bad to watch. What's going on in Tuscaloosa right now? It ain't it ain't, it ain't that bad because there is. Massive panic going on uh, right now with Alabama fans. And I understand. But we, I understand. I'm not going to act like I'm not sensitive. I, I think I have pretty big heart. I, I think I do. I understand why Alabama fans feel the way that they feel. They've had it good. They've been privileged. They've had the ball bounce their way all this time. And now, it's not happening for them. And starter after starter, two-deep player after two-deep player is leaving. They're leaving. And go figure. You would have thought they wanted to play for the logo, the number on the side of the helmet. The program, the school, nah, man, they just they were, they want to, the to play for Nick. That's that's it. They want to play for Nick Saban. Nick Saban's not there anymore, and so it is open season on the Alabama roster. Ben, have you checked on the Alabama friends lately?
1: Oh, they're 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 not doing well. they are not doing well. I didn't have to check on them. It, it it's absolute carnage in the group chats. And uh, th- there's an Auburn slash Ole Miss fan in the group chat, and uh, he- he's been he's been cooking it up. He- he's been stirring the pot, stirring the pot because w- one of my buddies told me that uh, Kalen DeBoer was uh, Bryce Brian Harson two point oh. Wow, that's, and then that, that, ain't, that ain't even right, man. That's wrong. And then and and then the next day. He came back and said, "You know, I talked myself into Kalen DeBoer. I think he'll be a good hire. I trust Greg Bird. I like Kalen DeBoer. So uh, we, we we've been stirring up the pot. The the non-Alabama fans have been stirring up the pot. What 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 media member did you talk to or listen to or read say that they liked Kalen DeBoer that made you change your mind on him and not think that he's Brian Harson 2.0 anymore? They uh." They're really mad at Georgia too, especially if Caleb Downs goes to uh goes to, to Georgia. They're not happy about that one.
0: They, they they more they more mad about caleb Downs potentially going to Georgia than Georgia actually beating them on the football field. Now, Alabama got the last A back laugh. this year, but I would be more mad about the, the results on the football field than being the next destination for one of my players that's, that's hit the portal. Um, Oh man. And, and dude, I got better fans calling me a troll. Me calling me a troll.
1: The, The hypocrisy of Alabama fans is, is quite something, uh, both on the football field and on the basketball court. Oh,
0: That basketball court, that's a whole other animal. But, like, apparently I am a troll because I pointed out that it's okay when you're getting players from other schools. Because there's two different conversations here. Two different conversations. There's one where there is some hypocrisy going on. Can't wait to get players from the portal from other schools. But the moment players are leaving your school to go to other schools, now it's a problem. That's one conversation. The other conversation, being is because of the timing of Nick Saban's retirement, it puts Alabama in a bind. And if you just took Alabama and put them to the side and said, Team X, any team that competed for a national championship in January, late December. That coach decides to retire mid-January. Any team will be in a bond in that situation. It so happened to be Alabama. So, is it unfair? Uh, It's unfortunate. Yeah, it's It's, it's unfortunate. Um, it would stink for any school, 100%. But that's not that's not the same point as being excited in years past as soon as you were able to get players like Henry Toa Toa or, or Jameis Williams or um, Jameer Gibbs from Georgia Tech, who was Georgia Tech's best player. Poor little Georgia Tech. They had one good player, and that was Jameer Gibbs. And you, and you took him it was all good when you got them. Um, and now you, you expect college football fans to feel sorry and feel bad for you, for the five-star players that you're losing after all the years. Now understand this. I think fans need to understand this. When you go out and recruit a player from like Minnesota or Kentucky, or West Virginia, or Wyoming, or South Dakota, and and that player is the state's best player. And you go up there to another state, you pluck that player. Everybody knows how you got that player. Everybody knows it. Remember when Ole Miss got the Treadwell receiver from Chicago, Illinois? You think a receiver, you think a brother from Chicago, Illinois, Will sign up to play football and live in Oxford, Mississippi. Really, a brother from Chicago, Illinois. Of all the places he can go in college football, Ben, he wants he wants to live in Mississippi.
1: Come on, maybe he wanted to culture himself. (laughs)
0: Like, come on, man. So, like, when you go and pluck the state's best player, everybody know the deal. And this has been going on for a long time, and all these folks, they they're not sympathetic towards Alabama football at all. So there's two different conversations right now, and Bama fans, man, they they just don't they don't they don't know.
1: They've been living in their own little world they have. in their own reality, and uh, now now they've joined everybody else in the real reality. In in real world of of college football, I, I do think that there is a discussion worth ha- having about whether or not there should be that thirty day period from the time a coach retires or, or leaves as to whether players should be able to enter the portal at that point. Uh, I I if We're just looking at it from a college football perspective and and not an Alabama perspective. Don't know that that is the best for the sport, that for 30 days it's open season, open hunting on a roster, and the school cannot defend itself. I I don't don't know that that is a good thing for college athletics. Um, Maybe you, you do go back to the old days of, you can i mean that if if a coach does leave after january 1st then it's just kind of unfortunate luck for the player and and they just will have to reevaluate what they're going to do next when the spring semester ends maybe that is the route that you're going to have to go whatever decision or route you go somebody is going to not get a fair shake just because of of you're you're trying to match college athletics with an academic calendar, and because you're trying to do that, there is no perfect answer because the 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 academic calendar does not mesh with all of these decisions that are now being made in college football. So somebody is going to draw the short end of the stick, and uh, just off the top of my head, I think the lesser of the two evils is a young man having to wait until after spring to make that decision on whether he wants to transfer or not rather than it just be an open season open hunting on on a roster for for 30 days w- without any defense because at least if a if a young man has to wait until after spring practice after the spring semester to to decide if if he's going to stay or leave at least that school the new coaching staff has has an ability uh has an opportunity to potentially retain that player, rather than them automatically deciding to go just for the sake of going.
0: The truth is, it's always open season because there's tampering, and another truth is, Kelly DeBoer. If you want to replace some of these talented players that you're losing, you're going to have to cheat. And I'm pretty sure you can be shown how to do that. You got to tamper with other teams' best players. That's what you have to do. And you may not have done it while you were at Washington because you didn't have to, you didn't need to. But you're going to have to Alabama inside of the SEC. This is the octagon. This is the, the, the place that turns coaches that want to do it the right way. They force you to do it the way that you have to do it to win. And all your moral morals, standards, standards that you had when you began coaching, those are going to go out the window when you're coaching inside of the SEC. Because you're paid to win. And the pressure is on you to get the players. And now you're going to have to do whatever you have to do, any means necessary, to get those players. And the position that you're in right now, you're going to have to cheat. You're going to have to tamper. And here's the good news, Kevin Nabor. It's already happening. You mean tell me Isaiah Bond hit the portal. Lane Kiffin is asked on Twitter about Isaiah Bond, and, and, Isaiah, and Lane Kiffin tweets out a picture of someone sitting on a longhorn. And then, voila, Bond goes to Texas, commits to Texas.
1: is doing too much.
0: You, you see his tweets yesterday? Lane,
1: Lane is doing <laughs> too much. And
0: uh, it's hilarious.
1: It, it is funny. But he, he sure is talking. You, you can tell he's confident about next season. He's, you can tell he's confident about next season because he got humbled by Saban there in the middle of this past season. And he shut up for about a month, month and a half. And uh, now he's back to to talking, which tells you what he thinks about his team going into next year, I think.
0: Yeah, he's, he's day-day. He's smoking. I'll be quiet you leave? I'll be talking again. <laughs> Nick Saban retired. So Lane's like, I'm, I'm talking again. This dude tweeted Nick out Saban a photo. Nick Saban retired, of
1: and him. I don't have to play Alabama every single season.
0: No, I don't. This dude tweeted a photo of him in Tuscaloosa on campus. And then tweeted a photo, the same photo that you took when you took a picture of Nick Saban's statue and posted it. Freaking hilarious, man. Freaking hilarious. Now, it wasn't that hilarious when when when, when Lane was in Knoxville. <laughs> he was getting Tyler Baron in them. But Well,
1: he thought he was getting Tyler Barron in them.
0: I know, but hey, Tyler about his money, man. <laughs> no, you, you don't say. Tyler might he might he might come into to another school next week. <laughs> Tyler bought, he bought his money. He don't care net- not net- about net- no loyalty, none of that stuff. He well, bought his money. Get your money, well, Tyler. We'll see how-
4: we'll
1: see how much he cares about that loyalty uh post football days when when he returns to the state of Tennessee and and would like some professional assistance uh hey, post football
0: that's that's the decision that a lot of these athletes are making right now. they're not really thinking about where they're going to live after football days but um, we'll we'll hear some stories in the next 5 years maybe even But sooner. I
1: just my my last point about the the whole Alabama thing and it's not just Alabama um to me it's a college football issue it's just alabama is kind of at the forefront of it right now obviously uh washington is also dealing with it washington has had even more departures than than alabama it's looking like its whole offense from the national championship game its whole starting offense is not going to be there next season part of that the nfl draft and graduation but a lot of it uh being transfers as well i just like if nick saban if alabama doesn't beat georgia in the SEC Championship game. They don't make the playoffs. Nick Saban retires a month ago, and Alabama is not necessarily penalized for making the playoffs by delaying this 30-day window because Alabama can't bring anybody in right now. They can receive commitments, but those players can't come in until the end of spring practice. So, uh, again, this is not a... I'm not taking up for Alabama. I just don't for the what's best of college football going forward. When, when situations like this continue to happen, I, I don't, I don't think a school should be at a disadvantage just because Nick Saban decided to retire post January 1st, after they made the playoffs, it looks like Michigan. If Jim Harbaugh does jump to the NFL, they're going to hire from within with Shamar Moore, So they won't necessarily have to deal with this problem, but say they don't hire from within just for the sake of this conversation, Michigan shouldn't be penalized because Jim Harbaugh decided to take a job at the end of January. And then for the next 30 days, Anybody and everybody on Michigan's roster can can come and go. I I almost feel like they should have to wait. I don't I don't know what the solution is. The one off the top of my head is that they have to wait until after spring uh, to to make that decision officially. Um, but I, I just don't know that it's best for college football that that program should be at a disadvantage just because they were playing deep into the season.
0: Yeah, and that and that's where some Alabama fans uh, have a problem, and they're complaining about that, which I totally get. Um, and, and I uh, agree with that. But the fans that I've been addressing are the ones that are just simply upset that players are leaving. Absolutely. No, 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 like no, you no, said, no. It's
1: a it's a two two part conversation. Yeah. Like there's the college football issue and then it's the Alabama fans thinking that everybody should feel sorry for them after they've been conniving all this time trying to get their way and and getting their way because of how conniving they've
0: been. Yeah. Now we, we, we don't feel bad for you just because you got players leaving. Now the, the circumstances surrounding Nick Saban retiring and you guys can't go to the portal to fill those spots. Like we, like we get your frustration. We still don't care. (laughs) We still don't care. We give zero blanks about your feelings being hurt. Because for 17 years, you've been on top of college football. So we don't care, but we understand. Um, Here's <laughs> where we are. Hey, Josh Heupel. You can't retire, dude. Like, you got to be coaching until... You're like ninety-five years old, like that's that's this is the only solution for Tennessee, or you gotta you gotta hire from within. Here, the th- the thing that was different though about Hypo coming in and players hitting the portal is Tennessee players that stayed. Like I know we applaud them, we we appreciate them, we hold them in high regard for them staying. But let's mention something here. Some of them do stay because they wouldn't have played anywhere else on a big time level. Like, I, I, am I saying something wrong here, man? Cause like you, you, you had uh, Tennessee. I, and I know Tennessee was, was, was bad at the time, but like, okay, you could have transferred and went anywhere. Not everybody could have went to Oklahoma. Like Wayne Morris or Key Lawrence or or Eric Gray, like some of y'all, if you would have transferred, you would have been at UTEP. <laughs> like you would have been at Wake Forest. No offense, to Dave Clausen and what they do in Wake Forest, but like you you would have been at Syracuse. You're not playing you know, in the SEC on CBS and primetime ESPN. So yeah, like we appreciate the guys that left, but some of them. Had opportunities opened up to them to play and get playing time because of the transfers. Whereas Alabama players, they're good enough to play anywhere. These are five stars that's leaving. Wherever they go, they're going to start. Probably, it's different. And, and,
1: and so the good news for, for for Tennessee is that they were able to take advantage of this by getting a uh, a backup tight end who's never caught a career pass
0: whole stage doing all pass catching (laughs) and Ethan Davis Ethan Davis somebody got blocked somebody got blocked he'll get some passes he'll get a couple catches here and there he'll be up sure he'll be open Miles He'll he'll, he'll be open all right. yeah he'll be open he'll be open I didn't think I would see the day where the player now Alabama would transfer to Auburn. What's next? That's crazy. From Ohio State going to go to Michigan and vice versa. I still don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen. 865 255 03 is our number to the Swain Event Hotline. We'll check out the Betty Chevrolet text box. We come back from our quick timeout. Swain Event, feel about that in barbecue.
5: You're listening to The Swain Event. You don't say. Fueled by dead-end barbecue.
0: When you are craving some quality barbecue, there's only one place to go dead-end barbecue dead-end barbecue has been featured on espn's taste of the town the first barbecue restaurant on the sec network cbs sports headline news tailgate show amazon primes the restaurant comeback food paradise and name one of the top 100 barbecue restaurants in america the search is over dead-end barbecue is located on 3621 sutherland avenue right here in knoxville you can even have it delivered right to your door through Chow now Visit their website at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue, the search is over.
5: Hey, Val Nation, this is Charlie Pratt, Financial Representative with Modern Woodman and MWA Financial Services. Modern Woodman has been touching lives and securing futures for 140 years. Being born and raised here in East Tennessee, I'm honored to help East Tennesseans in all phases of life with retirement planning, investments, and life insurance. A big win on Saturday starts with preparation early in the week. A secure financial future starts with planning today. Contact my office today at 865 919 6468 to review your financial plan and make sure you are on track for success.
0: As always, go Voss. Registered representative and investment advisor representative offering securities and advisory services through NWA Financial Services, Inc., a wholly owned subsidiary of Modern Woodman of America, member of INCRA, SIPC.
2: Good morning, Swain Event family. Take a deep breath in and release. We're all back together in the AM and life is good. If you have real estate needs, just give me a call, Jennifer Morris at 865-257-7897 or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com and go Vols.
5: Just because you can't call in doesn't mean that you have to sit on the sideline. Impact the show with a text box. It's part of the free Swain Event app.
0: Swain Event, SwainEvent.com, Fueled by Barbecue. Let's get to the hotline this morning. Hey, good morning, guys. What's going on? It's Justin. from yep. Florida. What's yeah. up, man? How you guys doing? Uh, we 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 are great. We How's are the weather great. up there? It, I mean, um, it's a little chilly up here, but I mean,
4: I'm I'm not complaining one bit. All right, cool. I, uh, c couple points, man. I, uh, this is a really kind of interesting conversation because I think there's a lot of. Uh, Different points to it, and I think a lot of people have different takes on it. So, I wanted to ask you real quick how how important is our spring practices to players? It's very important to the healthy players.
0: Uh, spring practices can be it can be tricky because when you have a large number of players hurt, injured, they've they've experienced some postseason surgeries. I mean it's really hard to get a look um, when you have so many guys out, but for the freshmen who are transitioning to their second year, uh, for guys that were role players that's transitioning into um, key roles, being number one on
4: the depth chart, I think it's very, very important for them. Okay. because um, here's, here's my kind of two cents on this whole thing. Alabama had a bunch of guys right after their last game Okay, the semifinal game. They had a bunch of guys at the portal, and it wasn't a big deal. They actually had a lot. I mean, they were, you know, guys that were probably in more backup type roles. When everyone started to really start caring about this, is when you started seeing five stars hit the portal. Yeah. Okay, now what I haven't heard yet is anyone kind of question Nick Saban and his timing, because he retires a week. Two weeks or a week and a half before that. I mean, I don't think, I mean, maybe the same conversations are being had, but, you know, in listening to Ben's point about, you know, this is so close to, you know, classes starting up, it kind of puts Alabama in a bad position. But for a lot of these kids, I mean, if, if you really look at it i mean these kids let's say they can, you know hit the portal and they can't decide where they're going i mean they're going to have to sit out the spring am i am i wrong
1: hmm yeah you're you're correct yeah. if uh so, if i'm not mistaken like alabama has already started classes tennessee is starting very late they they don't start classes until one day next week. Uh, I right. want to say it's the 22nd. Maybe it's a, a little later in the week. I don't know. I, I think it's Monday. Uh, but, like, when I was driving through from Starkville to um, to Knoxville after that basketball game in Mississippi State last week, there were Alabama students on campus everywhere. And uh, at, at the shrine, uh, at Nick Saban's memorial, uh, crying real tears after – he had passed away no. in, in in their eyes. No. Um, really? So they they they're in classes right now. If I'm not mistaken, it, it sure did seem like it. So like for these Alabama players the that are transferring, the
0: tenth they, they started. End, what's that? They started on the tenth, January tenth. Right.
1: So these Alabama players who are now transferring, Caden Proctor and and Caleb Downs, like Caleb Downs is going to Georgia. Cain Proctor is going to Iowa. It's, it's very well known, even though they haven't publicly announced the, the writing is very much on the wall. Um, if those schools have already started, I don't know how they would be able to get into those classes for the spring semester. Like I often see Tennessee players that transfer, whether it be football, basketball, mostly football because football is in the fall semester. But I, Every single calendar year, I see football players that have transferred after the football season still here for their spring semester um, what, because they can't get over to their new school academically or they made the decision too late. So I would imagine all these Alabama players who are now entering the portal, I imagine they, they can't leave Tuscaloosa, and they'll have to be there for the spring semester.
0: Who, whose call is it to allow – Caden Proctor to to take classes at Iowa and Downs at Georgia. Who whose final call would that be? More than likely. Well, dean, I mean, at probably,
1: Georgia, that's Kirby Smart's decision.
0: Probably the chancellor, too. right? No, I was going to say that's going to be the dean of the school. Okay, dean of the school, chancellor. Yep, yep, y'all, y'all, y'all think y'all think them people ain't gonna let them students <laughs> exactly. in the school? <laughs> like, I the, I, so,
1: I, so. I feel what you're saying, but <laughs> the, I'm just telling you, I see Tennessee football players who have transferred on campus for the spring semester all the time. So it's, right. it's, it's common uh, that a football player, depending on when they make their decision, they have to stick around and go through the spring semester at the school they're leaving from.
4: Right. So I guess, it, you know, that's kind of part, part one. So, you know, part two to this is they hire Kalen DeBoer. Kalen DeBoer just took a team to the, the national uh, championship game. So all the guys that are at Washington, if he wants them, he can get them. I mean, it bunch of like Ben, you said, bunch of Washington guys at the portal. He can now bring those guys over. So is what everyone's saying is unfair is Alabama's losing five stars. and going to have to replace them with four stars, because if that's the case, shut up. I mean, seriously, what you're, you're upset that, I mean, from the sounds of Shannon Perry on Twitter, he said that Caden Proctor was probably hitting the portal regardless of Nick Saban. So, you know, are we going to say, well, Alabama has to keep a certain number of five stars. I mean, come on. I'm, I don't understand why this is even a topic of discussion. A lot of times why this is unfair has anyone laid the blame at Nick Saban's feet for making this announcement later in the cycle? Yeah, maybe he should have did a farewell a farewell uh tour like
0: um like Kobe when, when Kobe was entering his last season and um but that was a distraction and we know Nick Saban's not going to do all that stuff, but yeah, like a
4: farewell tour. That probably yeah, would have helped Alabama, but but but, but again, if Kalen DeBoer wants to, he so you lose Caleb down isn't there a really good safety to hit the portal from Washington? Yeah, uh, there's Cameron a really good Kitts.
1: corner, and he's not, I, I don't know about safety, but I know there's a really, yeah, one of the so really good corners he, hit the portal.
4: Yeah, and I'm not saying he's Caleb Downs, but I also don't want to make it seem like, well, Alabama's just going to have no guys. Yeah, I mean, you, you're going to have guys. Maybe it's not the same caliber as what you lost, but welcome to the rest of college football. I mean – you know and, and the other thing is, what happens when this happens at another school and it's not Alabama, it's not five stars? Has well, anyone... it, it
1: is right now? It's happening to Washington and uh, it's, right. it's happening to, to Arizona. Go look at, yep. I mean, half of air so, same, same classes San starting, State too. <laughs> yeah, and, and,
0: and
1: half again. of uh, with classes starting, the early enrollees for Arizona were already on campus, just like Tennessee's mm-hmm. are about to be on campus. And like over yep. half of their signing class that just signed entered the transfer portal within the last couple of days. Because and, uh, and have we Fish heard to one?
4: Right, and if we heard one media member say, "Well, this is unfair to Arizona." No, oh, just I just saw a person say that. But what? I, an Arizona he, guy? I I can't remember who it was. Yeah, it was an it was an Arizona beat writer. But I'm saying all these national people talking about, well, this is just unfair, that you know, this is a bad system, it needs to be reviewed. Sorry. I mean, it's what everyone else gets to deal with. So Alabama being upset about losing the top guys, hey, maybe you should have made it more of a priority to talk with these guys. But I mean, from the sounds of it, a lot of these guys wanted to play for Nick Saban. That's what it looks like to me. And now that Nick Saban's not there, it's, well, hey, I'm going to go elsewhere. So, again, i it's an interesting conversation, but I'm sorry. I'm not about to get on the the bandwagon of, well, we really need to look at this because it really is unfair to the school. They Listen, they've tampered. They've raped and pillaged other rosters when coaches left, and they got to cherry-pick what players they wanted. And now it happens to them, and – Everyone's supposed to shed a tear. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, guys, I appreciate the time. You guys, take care of yourself. They see you, man. Uh,
1: well, I don't think I don't think people are shedding a tear for for Alabama. I think everybody is enjoying the the pain and misery that Alabama fans are, are in right now. National
0: but National Media th- this, yeah, National Media that's, that's 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 caping a little bit. Um, okay.
1: Well. well like the the thirty the new the thirty day thing after a coach leaves, that's new. Like th- that was implemented like this offseason. So that this is a new issue for college football that has popped up. And uh that that's why it is being talked about. Outside of the national media members, everybody is excited that Alabama is having to deal with this, but you can separate that from seeing that this is an issue for college football that if a if a school plays deep into the postseason, plays deep into the calendar year, they it is open season on their roster for thirty days without any defense. And that that's probably something that needs to be addressed. Alabama or not.
0: Yeah. Uh Brian Huntslicker says that was smoking that day day. I corrected myself, quick, Brian Huntsucker. All right, rumor is that Downs family? Is it down with Kirby? Something to do with the recruitment of Caleb's brother, Josh Downs? Yeah, I'm unfamiliar with that. Uh, I don't, I don't know about that. But Texas, no, Ohio State. Excuse me, Ohio State and Georgia seem to be the um, two schools in it for Caleb Downs. I hope he goes to Ohio State. There.
1: All, all I know is Tennessee has a. Opening at at starting safety.
0: Okay, what are you trying to say?
1: Knoxville would be a great landing spot for Caleb Downs, I think.
0: Okay, what are you trying to say?
1: He should come to Tennessee.
0: Oh, here's here's another thing too. it seems like most of the time these guys who hit the portal, they know where they're going. And if you wait till a player hits the portal, hit the portal, you're too late. What well, what was that um, album cover? Drake, if you read reading this, it's already too late.
1: If you're reading this, it's too late.
0: Yeah, don't you got that tattoo somewhere?
1: Yeah, on my foot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so like
1: it's a it's a great drake album we, we will not
0: i'm sure it is
1: disparage it this morning okay
0: i'm sure i'm sure it is uh, i won't go most depth on, on people today but like if you leave your job chances are you have another job lined up like who who leaves their job without having a job that makes no sense so if you're gonna leave a school i need to have everything set up i need to know where i'm going who's gonna be my position coach how much money are you paying me? I need to know those things, especially if I'm a five-star when I'm starting where I am right now. I, I have to know this. If you're already desperate and you're a third-string guy and you're not playing, what are you going to lose by getting in the portal? Playing time? You ain't getting any anyways. So you're getting into the portal to get playing time. If you're a starter already, you're trying to f- find the place where you're going to maintain that starting role and get a bag. So you're gonna to talk to people. You're not going to do it. You're not going to do it. Your representatives are going to do it, which means you're gonna be in the clear and you're not gonna be involved in tampering. Your agent is gonna do the tampering for you and that is legal. So what has to happen if you are a school? Well, if you are collective, you better have good relationships with these agents because the agents can tell you, Hey, my client is about to hit the portal. I have a receiver. I have a DB. I have a quarterback. I have a linebacker. That's about to hit the portal. This is what he's making in his current school. This is what we're looking for with our new school. How much you paying? What, what does the depth chart look like? Will my client have opportunity to start these conversations have to be going on before a player hits the portal. Because how do you find a place in 24 hours? How, how, how does that work?
1: Only by tampering?
0: Exactly. He, only he, by having discussions before a player hits 1, the portal. 000%. That's the only way.
1: Well, Swain, you, you know this. There, there are... Tampering is ongoing with, with everybody in college football. I mean, that's... That's just is what it is. With, with guys entering the portal, guys who don't end up entering the portal, tampering is happening with every single good college football player in the country. One way or another. Some players decide to enter the portal and take advantage of it. Some players decide to, to stay where they are. Some players uh, kind of treat it like a coaching search and, and get more money out of it. They say, this school is is tampering with me. They take it back to their head coach, and then and then the school that they're at raises the money that that, that kid is making. They, they they get a raise out of it, so to speak. So, tampering is happening everywhere. Everywhere you look, tampering is happening.
0: No, it, it, it really is, man. It, it really is. Uh, Betty Chevrolet, text box. If you're looking for a sh- Chevy Tahoe Suburban, now is the time to shop Betty Chevrolet, where they currently have a record number of Tahoe Suburbans right down in stock. Chevy Equinox, if you're looking for that, Blazer, Silverado. If it fits your lifestyle, shop Beatty Chevrolet where you can get 1.9% APR on those vehicles. And as always, buy with confidence with the Beatty Chevrolet warranty for life. Shop Beatty Chevrolet on Parkside Drive or online at BeattyChevrolet.com. Locally owned and operated for over 90 years, ladies and gentlemen. (sighs) Ben doesn't have a tattoo of Drake's rap album. This is a joke. He has one tattoo.
1: I have two tattoos.
0: You got two? I've
1: got I got one uh in November.
0: Wait. What's the first one?
1: The first one was the long one down my forearm. All
0: right, what's the second
1: one? That's the one you're thinking of second one is a, a small one across the top of my other forearm. It's, uh, it's actually, that one is actually the, the name of a Jake Cole song, Love Yours.
0: Oh, okay. You, all- you need to,
1: you, you need to learn to love yours in order to appreciate everything in your life.
0: Gotcha. You don't have a back tattoo, do you?
1: No, I don't have any tramp stance or anything like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know about that tattoo, which... I don't need to keep up your tattoos, so I, don't, I mean I don't really care. I just want to make sure people. Do you, know you
1: want to know about the tattoo that I have on my thigh? No, I'm just kidding. I don't Bruh. have a thigh tattoo,
0: Bruh. No, no. Maybe well, you, you the Maurice, Maurice Jones Drew, Maurice Jones Drew look. <laughs> 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 maybe hit you with that pause. <laughs>
1: well, unfortunately, um, I think you see with college football players and college basketball players, not just college, uh, some of these athletes do love the thigh tattoo that apparently is uh, that is in now. They they well, like the, the the lower thigh tattoo and, and show it off with the short shorts. That That's not my thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you play basketball, I understand the, the leg tattoos. I get it. 100%.
1: I, I didn't say leg. I said thigh.
0: Hey, man. If you want to tattoo... Whoever you want to tattoo your body, that's your that's your business. I don't care. It don't it not don't, it don't faze me. I do not care at all.
1: Which uh, which recruit from this past cycle do you think Nelson got t- tatted on his leg? <laughs>
0: um, whoever's whoever's a highly rated one, the most highly rated recruit.
1: Do you think he got the ghost emoji? Probably got the hint
0: Something that, you know, don't last a long time. But it looks
1: really I, I good. Guarantee, I guarantee you Nelson has a portrait of Nico tattooed on his back that takes up his entire back. It's just a portrait of Nico. Actually, that's he probably much. said forget Nico. It's probably a portrait of George McIntyre, if, if we're being completely honest. Hey,
0: that's too much. Nelson won't cross that line. He ain't going not cross that line. What's up, what's boy? What's up, boy, in the mid-state? There's a lot of old boys in the state You know. The, the the I need a little more. The the fam oh, uh, that just Oh, I, I know who you're talking about. What's his name? Anyway. Ben Stancliff. Okay. Yeah. That, like that, that. Nelson ain't doing that, man. Get off my boy Nelson. He ain't going that crazy over over commitments. He ain't writing dudes love letters and stuff like that. All right. Um last question, and we'll take a quick time out. You see Rodney, the other, other McKee, it says the other better McKee. Do you, by any of the talk, that we are unwilling to get in the mix with some of these high-rated guys because we don't want to upset the apple cart with the younger guys we already have on the roster, would we'll think, We want to upgrade the roster wherever possible, if it makes sense. So, if you have a player that has three years of eligibility, and you feel like he's going to move into that role of, of being a contributor for you, a major contributor, potential starter for you, and then you have the opportunity to get... A very talented player but you know that player is a rental like let's use juice wells for example he's not coming he's going to old miss but let's use his let's use him as an example he is going to demand high six figures i mean high he's only going to be here for a year do you risk him for one year Potentially losing a player that you're going to have for three. That's the question you got to ask yourself. I think in some positions you do it. In some positions maybe you maybe you don't. It just depends on the situation. But you know my motto. Bring all the talent in. And then it'll sort itself out. But I'm not on that side of it. Um, we see the mass exodus from Alabama and that could happen because what would have to happen? Let's use receiver for example. Let's say you have a receiver with three more years. You have a juice Wells come in, boom. He comes in and not even being disrupted. Let's say he was a model citizen. He does everything right. He leaves after a year, the player that has three years, he decides to leave now next offseason you got to go out and get another juice wells you got go, you got to go get another one and so i think you just got to be really careful how you handle the situation but at the end of the day you got to have talent at, at each position
1: yeah i don't i don't think tennessee is unwilling i just think they've been very very cautious i mean you look at tight end receiver and corner, they brought in multiple bodies at those positions that that are in the way of of young guys, and and they didn't add a second transfer at receiver. But I kind of view bringing Brew back in in the same light, like you you're, you're bringing Brew back and you add Brazzle. like that that technically is getting in the way of a Mike Matthews and and a Braylon Staley and a Nathan Laycock. So I don't think they're unwilling. I think they're just very cautious, like Swain just described of of who to bring in who not to bring in I, I think corner is the perfect example. they go and get uh Jermon McCoy the Oregon State transfer, and then they go get Jalen McMurray from from temple and if if you're worried about Christian Conyer or Mike Matthews or Ricky Gibson leaving are are you adding that second transfer from temple i would I would say probably not, but you also can't bank on those guys a thousand percent going in the next season, which is why you wanted to add the temple. Transfer just to make sure you had some depth. And I think the same applies with the Alabama transfer tight end. You already have holding stays. You're, you're very cautious on, on adding a second tight end because you don't want to upset Ethan Davis, but you still went out and, and found somebody as, a as Knox agrees in, in the background. So I, I think there's examples of, of them being willing to, to bring in a body and maybe upset a guy when they don't have to. Uh, I, I just think they're very cautious. Uh, like not unwilling, but cautious, like Swain described.
0: A 25503 Swain event fueled by damn barbecue, top line barbecue restaurant in America. Stay with us.
3: You are listening to the Swain event.
2: And you know this, man.
3: Here in Knoxville, we love it when a squirrel's in the checkerboards. But when there's a squirrel in our attic, that's all sides. When that happens, call Alpha Wildlife. They're Knoxville's veteran-owned and operated wildlife removal company. When unwanted critters put their feet up on your coffee table, call 865-224-6555. But the Tennessee fans at Alpha Wildlife evict those unwanted tenants and set your home up with a winning defense to keep that wildlife where it belongs. That's Alpha Wildlife at 865 224 824-6555. They have locations in Nashville, Memphis, Chattanooga, and in parts of South Carolina. Check them out online at alphawildlife.com. Fellas, it's a new year. Low T Center can make it a great one. If you've been
0: feeling tired and grumpy, have noticed a lack of motivation and drive, you may have low T. Low testosterone levels can cause weight gain, loss of muscle mass, and so much more. I recommend Low T Center. It's where I get my levels tested. They make it quick and easy to get your levels checked, and it's only $25. And with their on-site lab, you'll get your results back in about 25 minutes. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Dead End Barbecue has you covered when you need the food to be on point for your next event. Go to deadendbbq.com to learn more or call 865-414-9417. Dead End Barbecue, the catering search is over.
2: Hey there, Swainament crew. Just like all sports, the Knoxville area real estate market is strong and growing stronger. We're an everything region. When you get the big orange itch to buy, sell, or invest, call me, Jennifer Morris, with Keller Williams Realty at 865-257-7897 or email me at morris 865 at gmail.com. Go Vols!
5: Looking for a different way to enjoy the show? Yes! Then check out Swain Event TV on YouTube.
2: Hey there, Swain Event fam. If you're currently renting and just about priced out of your place, give me a call. Jennifer Morris with Keller Williams Realty at 865-257-7897. You may be able to buy a home and have monthly payments less than your rent. And wouldn't you rather pay your own mortgage than someone else's? Hope to hear from you soon and go Vols!
0: the game is different the game is different now in between the white lines the game is the game 11 on 11 gotta have seven dudes on the line of scrimmage can't grab face mask you got blocking tackle Like, in between the white lines, the game hasn't changed. But all this other stuff, oh, boy. And um, I tell you, if I wasn't doing what I was doing for a living, there'd be no way I could keep up or try to even want to keep up with all the moves with the portal. Players leaving, players coming, players having a chance to come to my team. Hey, man, just let me know it's time to play. And I know some Tennessee fans who are like that about recruiting, period, before the portal popped off, before NIL was a thing. Like, we used to do signing day at and Barbecue. And, yeah, we had people coming. We had people having fun. But they just looked at it as a time to hang out. They didn't even know who, who we signed. They just trying to hang out, get some Get some barbecue breakfast. Get some. Get some dead end. But yeah, it's it's, it's totally different, and no doubt about that. But I tell you, somebody who's different.
1: Don Connect,
0: and that's that Don Connect. <laughs>
1: he just scored again.
0: That's who's. That's who's different. That's who's different. That deserves conversation. That brother. What he has been doing. Oh my goodness. What a clinic. And you can't forget Jonas do His game on the block, catching the ball, using either hand, soft kiss off the glass. Oh, Jonas Sedu is balling. Want to see what he does versus a physical big man? The next test. Want to see how much he's grown in that area? But man, this has been really fun to to watch. Uh, him. Perfect scenario, man. Like Tennessee, Tennessee don't get lucky like this, man. Tennessee don't have a player like Don Connect just fall in their lap. Players like this go to Kentucky. They go to UConn. They go to Duke. But he's at Tennessee. It's a perfect match. And Rick Barnes, his style attracted Don Kinect. Rick Barnes, Meshers board posters. He didn't break Dog Connect. Dog Connect is already a better player because of Rick Barnes. Rick Barnes style attracted him. You have players that want to be coached hard. That want to be coached hard. And if you don't, then, hey, you're not for Rick. And that's cool. But, man, I did not see 39 points.
1: Well, and he he scores 39, and it's like – Okay, cool. Like it, it's it's not surprising at this point because of what he did uh, at North Carolina, what he did at Georgia, what he did at yeah. Mississippi State, Michigan State. Like it it would not be surprising to see him drop forty on Alabama on, on Saturday, and and boy would that be fun.
0: That's gonna be that's gonna be the matchup. That's gonna be the that, matchup. I know one yeah, thing. It, like, oh, it's fun. You better not think about pushing as a Kyle Ziegler. You Ooh. better not, you better not push the car. You, you better find somebody else to push on, on Tennessee's team.
1: Yeah, that that is for sure. Uh, it, it's it's been really fun to watch Dalton and uh, get to be around Dalton. I tweeted this on Sunday or Monday. My my favorite part about Dalton's season is that every time he's asked about his success, he gives credit to his teammates and his coaches. So, anything that he talks about, uh, if if he talks about himself, he just simply says it's it's about having an aggressive mindset. It's about getting downhill. That's all he says. He spends more time talking about his teammates, talking about his coaches putting him in uh, positions to to win and and succeed. It, it, he's he's a awesome basketball player. Obviously, he's fun to root for from that standpoint. But who he is as a person. And him just wanting to win. That's another thing he continues to talk about uh, when asked about these performances. Or these past three performances are after he went four or five games without reaching double figures. And so he's gotten a lot of questions over the last week or so about what's changed and how much was the ankle bothering you after north carolina and he always deflected and said i don't i don't care whether i'm scoring or not i just care whether we win or not and uh and and today's day and age of aau basketball that that mindset is is kind of rare quite frankly uh when a lot of guys are just worried about how many points they're scoring and and the next step getting to the league this and that uh going to have ha- going to have his chance to get to the league he's going to be a first round pick uh, might be a lottery pick, uh, but right now he's focused on the on the now and uh, trying to help this basketball program do something that it's never done before. And uh, he he is in an in an awesome groove. And I'm glad I'm not in charge of of scheming and and game planning uh, this pick and roll with uh, really a three man pick and roll with Zakai, Dalton, or Jonas because that that is just deadly whether it's Zakai and and Jonas whether it's Dalton and Jonas i mean you, you just have to worry about so much if if you're a defender do do you roll with with Jonas to the basket and, and leave Zakai and and Dalton open for that mid-range jumper that they love uh do, do you stick to to Dalton and Zakai off the pick and roll and and allow them to be great passers and feed the ball to Jonas down low in in the post for an easy dunk or uh do, do you sag off the perimeter? Uh, a Jemai Meshack, who has become a catch-and-shoot three-point threat from, from deep or, or sag off Santi or sag off Josiah, like the the bind that those three are putting on defenses when they're on the floor and, and, and playing together, it, it's, it's really impressive. And I said it on Tuesday morning before everybody got excited about Jimmy Dyke saying it, Dalton Connect is the ultimate trump card. He he should make you feel differently about Tennessee in the NCAA tournament because if if Tennessee's offense does get bogged down, they can give the ball to Dalton, connect, and say "Go get us a bucket," and and he's done that to this point in the season.
0: I'm gonna get to the phone. I'm gonna get to the phone. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming back to that point you made. Uh, good morning. Yo, what's up, Chabelle?
6: What do my dudes? What's going on, man? I hope you are you doing well, man. Good to hear from you. <laughs> That's <was> funny, man. <laughs> Well, uh, man, it's great to see this basketball team, like, all around good the way it is. Like, we got everything. We got shooting. We got, you know what I'm saying? We got inside presence. Now, we didn't have inside presence at the beginning of the season. And I do like the fact that Dalton commit came here, I think he came here, he want to learn defense because he know that's what he was kind of missing. Like, I mean, he was a scorer, right? He was a scorer already. You know what I'm saying? Before he got here, he was a scorer. He was averaging something crazy. Wasn't it like 21 or something like that? No, nah, he, wasn't, he wasn't even averaging that. Uh, I mean, what?
0: you mean like before he got here? Yeah, before he got here. No, he wasn't averaging that. He was in the teams before he got here.
6: Yeah. He uh, was the high teams was team though, wasn't he? You know I mean, to be considered a scorer. Yeah. Man. But anyway, the the point I'm trying to make is that he came here, you know what I'm saying, uh, you know, the add to his game. Like, you know what I'm saying, defensively. Like, no one plays defense anymore. We know this. You know You see it all day. You watch tape all day, the NBA guys. People getting blow-bys. Just letting dudes dunk on them and, it's crazy. Nobody really plays defense anymore. And for a kid to reach out and in this day and age, there, you know what I'm saying, to know his weaknesses, know, you know what I'm saying, what he needs to excel his game, you know what I'm saying. And considering that, you know, uh, the three-headed monster, like I was talking about with the, with the pick and roll and then the pick and pop, it's just, it's crazy, man. I just never thought Tennessee would be in this position. I know we we've been, we've been. Uh, guard dominant before, and then we've been big dominant before. You know what I'm saying? It's like to have it right down the middle where you kind of... and I think that's, I think that's a hard problem sometimes for Rick Barnes to have because, like, um, I think now when we play teams, it's you can line up change, and then just trying to figure out which lineup to go to. I think that's kind of bogged us down in some of those games before that we lost. But I don't know, man. I love the fact that he, uh that uh, Barnes told bro that uh you know what I'm saying showed him all the big men that we played before and told him man you, you just like these or better and, and even playing like man it's been crazy man I don't, I don't know man I, I, I'm i excited to see what happens you know us me and Tennessee fans I don't like to get my hopes up too high what do you say? I say it's been fun it, it is you know what I'm saying why, but why, why I, didn't we get your hopes up because we Tennessee bro <laughs> <laughs> at least in the season, like it's just you know. I think we we good enough to, you know. At first, at the beginning of the season when Cass was giving out his um, you know his top his top predictions, he was like these are my cop these are my um tournament teams and teams that could possibly be in the final four. And he said us. up. I was like, okay, here we go again. Are we this? Chabain, are we think, this good? You think Kentucky fans got their hopes up right now? I mean, it's Kentucky. I'm just I mean, asking. I'm just
0: asking. Uh...
6: uh Probably not. I mean. But, I mean, they could. They could. I mean, they're in the top what? they in the top, top six, top five, top eight, something like that. I
0: mean. Calipari, I, 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 I they, get
1: the, they they had their hopes up.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I get the postseason
6: uh, concern, but mm-hmm. it's January 18th, man. Yeah. No. no my, listen, my thing is this. Like I said, we got everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's really no excuses now. You know what I'm saying? Like, last year we didn't really have much perimeter shooting bogged us down you know what i'm saying now we got perimeter shooting. we got dudes that can score inside we got young cats that we can come off the fence that that look ready but it ain't no time to give them because there's so many dudes in front of them you know what i'm saying so it's this it's crazy it's crazy on that on that on that end of it you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. um what about the baseball team man what they looking like this year they're they're, they're gonna be good
1: they they're gonna be good they're gonna be really good
6: um, I know we'll they know we got the number two uh, recruiting class or something like that, or the transfer, with the transfers yep.
1: in. Yep, they brought in a, a big transfer class. A lot of guys that are that are going to help the season and 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 earn starting positions. We'll, we'll see about the pitching depth. If, if they can find some pitching depth, then uh, they'll have a chance to win it all.
6: Mm. Well, Tremaine, what you doing, man? What, what was that? No, that was me. Just that was me. Just you know, just you know, hoping and praying I get a championship
0: before I die. Hey, man, you and me both, You and me both, my friend. All right, we gotta let you go, man. Thanks, thanks for the phone call. I I love Mister Tony Vartello. You know that, man. That's that's my guy. That's my guy. Um, And I talk to like I have better interactions with Tony than I do any other coach. Um, Well, that's easy well i mean not for everybody I mean, they're, they're, they're not sp- if you're tim corbin <laughs> not not for everybody um i love me some talking about Telo. I, I really do i was laughing it's
1: baseball season 35 days from tomorrow first pitch Well,
0: i was laughing because i can picture nelson in- Nelson when Tramail asked that question, that's all. One
1: thousand yeah. one thousand every time somebody asks me a baseball question, my mind immediately goes to to Nelson yeah. somewhere yeah. in Jackson, Tennessee, rolling his eyes. So I, I feel you. But it is baseball season.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. Speaking speaking of eye We're
1: rolling knocking on the door of it.
0: Yeah, speak, speaking of eye rolling here. A lot a of, lot of eye rolling from you know Ben McKee. you know ben works hard i I need y'all to understand this ben works hard he covers tennessee he goes to practice uh he sees things that people don't see he sees things before other people are are able to see and y'all 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 gotta know this message i got from ben the other day uh what was that what's today it was two days ago i guess
1: no it, it was, was, uh, it, was it was I sent it to you yesterday. It was
0: just it was yesterday cuz the game was what was the game? It was they were 7,
1: the, 7. the game was Tuesday evening, I sent you the message Wednesday.
0: Yeah, it, days run together right now. So Facts. uh Josh and Swain Twitter account posted a graphic of don't connect shooting and it had a quote don't connect should make everybody feel different about Tennessee come March. He changes, at least in my eyes, how I view Tennessee in that NCAA tournament this year. This is a quote that Jimmy Dykes made during the game. And so I'm just minding my business. I'm trying to stay warm, chilling, relaxing. Um, I'm playing with the kids. I get a text message. Just just out of nowhere. from, From Ben McKee. And Ben feels a certain type of way that Jimmy Dykes is quoted, but Ben ain't quoted, because Ben said the same thing about Tennessee holds the ultimate Trump Trump card with Donald Kinnick, and that's basically what Jimmy Dykes said. But I had to tell Ben, Ben, what did I tell you?
1: What? You told me that I'm not Jimmy Dykes.
0: I told you, your ass ain't Jimmy Dykes. <laughs> you, you ain't Jimmy Dykes, Ben. You ain't on NCC just... Network. You ain't on ESPN. You ain't Jimmy Dykes, so don't expect Jimmy Dykes treatment.
1: <laughs> Look, l- listen here. I just want to know where my graphics at.
0: <laughs> hey. Oh, man. How come you didn't make graphics for me? Well, I said this on the show this morning. That was from Tuesday. Oh, man. That's that's great. That's great. But, yeah, Don't Connect changes everything for Tennessee. And- you
1: know what I just thought of before you talk about Don't Connect? When when you told me you, you work hard, is that the equivalent of you have a good personality? Because those were the vibes that I was picking up when you were talking about Ben works hard, you do work hard. and he goes to practice. You do work hard. It, it, it felt like you were telling me that I had a good personality, but I don't look good.
0: No, 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 no. You you work hard. You you do work hard, man. You do your thing. You
1: do your thing. I'm I'm glad you appreciate my personality. Good person Alan Pa is not a fan. We know uh, that.
0: Man. Well, it's 2014. I think I think he's moved past moved past that. But check out check out these uh, games coming up. For Tennessee. And it's going to be fun. You got Alabama at home on Saturday, 2 p.m. You got Kentucky on the third at Rupp. Ooh, ooh. And you have folks that believe Kentucky is one of the best two or three teams in the country. Top five team in the country. A lot of talent. A lot of depth. Shepard is a straight shooter. They got some dudes they can get to the cup. They can create their own shot. That's gonna be a fun one, and it's gonna be erupt, rapparines. So you got to deal with those referees. at Texas A&M, at Arkansas. I skipped over Vanderbilt; they stink, but it's Vanderbilt, and we know they play their A game against against Tennessee. So you got Alabama twice, you got Kentucky twice, you got Auburn at home. Now, Auburn is a a team that's one of the best teams in college basketball. I'm playing really good right now. But, Ben, the SEC regular season championship, it's going to come down to the wire between Auburn, Alabama, Kentucky, and Tennessee. This thing is going to come down to probably a game at the the end of uh, the season, the beginning of March.
1: Yeah, I'd be surprised if one team runs away with it. Uh, I I do think that those are the four that are – Head and shoulders above everybody else. Uh, Auburn has been very, very impressive. Uh, that they, they are deep. They have a. They have statistically the best bench in the country, and uh, they, they they are going to be a problem uh, for Tennessee. Luckily, that game is at home for Tennessee. Uh, Kentucky, they they're starting to really click. Reed Shepard, I hate to say it because he plays for Kentucky, but he he's a fun player to watch. And uh, he, he's he's a, a bucket. He, he's he's very similar to to Tyler Hero in, in terms of his game, uh, and, and not just because they're they're both white. Although now that I think about hey, it, why this,
0: this can, is, they can, he's done two things they got in common: they white they can shoot. Tyler Hero had way more swag, way more. Reed, Reed
1: Shepard has swag. It's a different swagger, but yes, you could say he has. He has a Reed Shepard has some it. To him, he he, he has, he, he he moves a little bit differently than 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 everybody else. But
0: Talahiro, Talahiro got to that. guy. Yeah, I mean
1: they, they're different personalities, but they both have swagger, just in in different ways. Is the way that I've looked at it. But um, their their basketball games are very similar. Just not just the jump shot because they're white, but because they're very athletic and and creative and and can do a lot of different things on, on both ends of the floor.
0: What about Talahiro and uh, Don Kennett? They both white,
1: yeah. But I, I don't, I don't. Dalton's more of a wing, where Tyler Hero is more of a, a true guard. Um, but now that you think about it, I mean, I appreciate Reed Sheppard and Dalton connect for elevating the white basketball culture. We 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 needed some guys. You know, the the, the Europeans are, are really starting to take over the NBA. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but uh, Jokic and 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 Luca, we 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 needed. We need some more white basketball players. And uh, Don't Connect, he, he's putting on, Don't Connect's putting on for the culture right now, the white basketball culture.
0: You're making people uncomfortable like Mayo did yesterday.
1: Yeah, I, I know. You, I'm just joking. You
0: can't even mention race without people getting uncomfortable.
1: Uh, oh, I know. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. It, uh, it really is but. that we live in the <laughs> society mentioned? that we do nowadays. Because I don't think that you can improve if you don't have conversations. But uh, that's a totally different topic for a different show. No, I'm, just, um, I'm just
0: joking, but no. Uh, Dog connect, Reed Shepherd.
1: They and Alabama starting to piece it together. I, I don't know that I view Alabama like I do. I think there are hair behind Tennessee, Kentucky, and Auburn. Yeah. We'll see if that comes to fruition this weekend. Yeah, I ain't see the pop, um,
0: man. I watched them against Missouri. I just at home. I just didn't. They good. They see. Just they just see feel different this year. Yeah, they. They and Sears is a baller.
1: Sears is good. They have some. They just have. It seems like they just have a bunch of athletes running around. Whereas Kentucky, Auburn, and Tennessee are playing really, really good team basketball. It feels like <laughs> Alabama's still trying to figure it out a, a, a little bit. Uh, so. I think those three, I'd be surprised if Auburn, Kentucky, or Tennessee uh, does not win it. Uh, Kentucky and Tennessee have to play each other twice. Tennessee plays Auburn once. I don't know how many times Kentucky has to play uh, Auburn. Tennessee has to play Alabama twice. Alabama comes to town this weekend. Uh, Tennessee goes to Tuscaloosa the second to last game of the schedule. Uh, so it, it's going to be a fun race because all those teams are are playing really good basketball right now.
0: Uh, Tennessee plays Alabama on the second. South Carolina on the sixth, and then Kentucky on the ninth. Um, You play Auburn and Alabama back-to-back. So you got Texas A&M, Auburn, Alabama uh, all right there. Now, you play at Missouri. Missouri's going to be a feisty team, uh, which – where was the Missouri coach, Dennis Gates, when Nate Oates was pushing his player?
1: I assume he didn't see it.
0: All right, hold on. Let Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop here. Rick Barnes, I'm 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 sorry. I have to say this. I'm sorry, Rick Barnes, because I know how much Rick loves respects Rodney Terry, the current Texas coach. So I'm sorry, Rick. Uh, last night, Central Florida. Plays on the road at Texas. They're down. Good number of points. Central Florida is able to come back in the basketball game. Texas was up 12 at halftime. 12. Six two-point baskets. Four three-pointers. 12 points, double digits. Central Florida scores 45 points in the second half to only 27 for Texas. Central Florida wins by six. At Texas! Central Florida players, happy. As they should be. Came back from 12 points. They're doing the horns down, hand sign After the game... During the handshake line, Rodney Terry, again, a cardinal sin for coaches. You don't coach up other teams' players. You don't touch other teams' players. Well, Rodney Terry wanted Central Florida players to know that were throwing down the Longhorn sign that it was classless. Um, I I feel like I need to tell Rod and Terry this. I'm sure I won't be the only person that tells Coach Terry this. You do realize you you coming to the SEC, right? you, <laughs> you going to tell Florida fans in the old dome not to throw down the horns down sign when all the stories about those Florida fans and how out of pocket they can be we had Ron Slade on Josh and Swain on Tuesday sharing stories about how out-of-pocket they can be. Auburn fans are right down on you. Bama fans, right down on you. And I know Tennessee students ain't right down on you, but I heard some of the chance. Had, had Dondi Plowman over there a little nervous. <laughs> Love me some Dondi. But, who had the academic folks trying to settle down in the crowd. They were chanting some some, some things that you, know, you don't want to hear through the TV. Rodney Terry, you, you're going to get horns down. Every game that you, that you lose in the SEC, every game, Steve Sarkeesian, Rodney Terry, anybody who plays and coaches at Texas, every game in the SEC that you lose, you're going to get horns down. So, either you get out your feelings about it, or you win. That's the only advice I got for you. You're going to see it,
1: as the great philosopher Rod Wave once said. Get out your feelings and get you a bag, Man. Rodney Terry, you have no idea who who Rod Wave is, do you, Swain?
0: Um, is it surfer?
1: <laughs> he is a a rapper.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah, I don't. I don't know who's out right now. I don't even, I know. Yeah, I don't, I don't
1: pay attention. You, you're an old head. I know.
0: Man, I just don't. I just don't pay attention to.
1: I bet. Uh, I bet your oldest knows who Rod Wave
0: is. I'm, I'm. I'm sure she does, man. But I mean, on a couple of road trips, you know, I listen to music that I like, and, and it ain't got nothing. You don't to listen music. to music. Yeah, I, I listen to music. On you the
1: sit music. there in silence. Like a psychopath.
0: Um. Yes. During the, when I'm making trips in the city, when it's just me, yes, I do sit in silence because it's uh, really the only time I get a chance to you know, experience that. But, like, on road trips, more than an hour, 45 minutes, something like that. Um, listen to music.
1: Swain's the type that goes to the gym without headphones. He'll go get an hour, hour and a half workout in at the gym. Without listening to anything, I would listen to something. We're working out without headphones in, whether it be music or podcast, is psychotic behavior, in my opinion.
0: That's yeah, I wouldn't be doing that. I would listen to something, a book on tape, something like that. I listen to music, but if I'm making like a ten minute drive, twenty minute drive from one place to another place in Knoxville, no, nah, I'm not. I'm not listening to music. Uh, Chip Payne says it's not just SEC fans, that it will be everybody now at every single game for the rest of the year. Yeah, that, now that it's a thing, now that Rotten Terry brought attention to himself by complaining about it and calling other teams classless, everyone's going to do the horns down. And like the crowds are going to do it. Are you going to tell the whole crowd they're classless? Are you going to grab the microphone as a road coach and tell the the, 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 the crowd that they're classless? No. You're not going to do that. So you might as well just get over it, man. Or when. Nelson from Jackson says, Ben will appreciate that silence when that new baby comes. No, when uh, when, when they get to talking. No, when, when Knox and, you know, Jason. Ain't that what you're naming them? Jalen. Jay- oh, Jalen. When he, when, when they get old enough, when they talking and they arguing and they singing and they yelling and they screaming. All the time in your ear you're gonna appreciate you're gonna turn rod wave off you're gonna turn all these new rappers any music you're gonna turn it off you're gonna ride in silence when you drop them off at daycare or when they're at school i promise you <laughs> i promise you uh let's see what else is on the baby chevrolet uh text box all right that's what we need to do we do need to take a quick time out and um and come back and wrap things up 865-255-03 uh, is our, our telephone number again 865 255 any more comments questions this is the time to put it in the text box we will wrap up the show by hitting the Betty chevrolet uh text box right here on the swain event you'll buy that in barbecue. It is so good to be here with Charlie Pratt with Modern Woodman and MWA Financial Services. And Charlie, you have a passion for helping and working with East Tennesseans. Why is that? Man, I was born
5: and raised here in Knoxville. Uh, my family's owned a business here since the 1920s. I played football at Central High School and Maribel College. I'm just really proud to work in East Tennessee. What are you the most proud of? We do a really good job of meeting people where they're at on their financial journey. I've got clients uh, that are just now starting out. I've got clients that are in the middle of saving and doing a great job job, and I've got clients who have worked really hard their whole lives, and it's time for them to enjoy their retirement. It's my job to make sure their money lasts as long as they do in retirement and they're able to leave a legacy for their family. So with that being said, what are the next steps? Let's sit down and take a look at your financial plan. Give me a call,
0: 865-919-6468. Registered Representative and Investment Advisor Representative offering securities and advisory services through NWA Financial Services, Inc., a wholly-owned subsidiary of Modern Women of America, member of INCRA, SIPC. Fellas, it's a new year. Low T Center can make it a great one. If you've been feeling tired and grumpy, have noticed a lack of motivation and drive, you may have low T. Low testosterone levels can cause weight gain, loss of muscle mass, and so much more. I recommend Low T Center. It's where I get my levels tested. They make it quick and easy to get your levels checked, and it's only $25. And with their on-site lab, you'll get your results back in about 25 minutes. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Dead End Barbecue has you covered when you need the food to be on point for your next event. Go to deadendbbq.com to learn more or call 865-414-9417. Dead End Barbecue,
3: the catering search is over. Here in Knoxville, we love it when a squirrel's in the checkerboards. But when there's a squirrel in our attic, that's all sides. When that happens, call Alpha Wildlife. They're Knoxville's veteran-owned and operated wildlife removal company. When unwanted critters put their feet up on your coffee table, call 865 224 6555 But the Tennessee fans at Alpha Wildlife evict those unwanted tenants and set your home up with a winning defense to keep that wildlife where it belongs. That's Alpha Wildlife at 865 865- 224-6555. They have locations in Nashville, Memphis, Chattanooga, and in parts of South Carolina. Check them out online at alphawildlife.com.
0: Hiller Plumbing Heating, Cooling, and Electrical business is 1990, family owned and operated. Care is the core value. This is why true transparency pricing is what you'll get when you call Hiller. That simply means that Hiller will line item what every part of the job is up front, so that way you, the homeowner, easily understand what you're paying for and why. Itemizing parts and labor separately. No hidden fees, no added costs, no surprises when you get your bill. Happy you'll be or the service is free. That's the guarantee that you get from Hiller. Learn more at happyhiller.com. Bim and Key, Go Vols 247. I'm Jason Swain. It is a Thursday. Feels like a Monday or a Friday or a Wednesday. I don't know. Whatever. Louisiana Vol, as of now, do we have any football coaching changes, any assistance being looked at for other jobs, or we looking clean so far? Um, not expecting any, any changes. That would be crazy to sit here and not expect conversations to you know, go on Um, with other schools here and there, but actually guys leaving or about to leave or any um, concern about someone leaving. No, we're not there. 44 Voss has been really glad to see Drew Gilbert is starting the season in AAA.
1: He's going to get called up to the big leagues at some point this year. That'll be exciting. Which I hate that it'll be with the Mets. As a Yankees fan, I despise that he and Blake Tidwell, A.K.A. Titty, known by teammates and coaches, I hate that they play for the Mets. It's unfortunate. I know Braves fans agree with me as well.
0: I mean, dude, I don't even know why threatened that much. I'm not say I won't say threatened. Well, I get the rivalry between the, the Mets and the Yankees, but the Mets—they're not a real threat to the Yankees on the on the on the diamond. Maybe when it comes well, to getting free agents and keeping them away from the Yankees, but they're not a, a real threat. All right, uh, Brian Hunsucker says I can't believe there are people out there that think a guy with this resume is better than T. Rob and Kevin Steele. Uh, UT Martin quarterback co Jacksonville State. G A D G.A., D-Line, Ole Miss, G.A., Eastern, Illinois. We're talking about Kane Womack. Yeah, people think Kane Womack is better than Kevin Steele and uh, Brown Huntsucker. Dude, Kevin Steele lost it, man. He he, he lost it. Like, Kevin Steele had a great run as a defensive coordinator, as as assistant coach. Great run. But if you want to compare T Rob and Kane Womack, okay, I think that's a conversation you can have. But Kane Womack, the package, the total package, versus T Rob, the total package, that's like that's a real conversation to have. That's that's a that's a good comparison because T Rob obviously is a great recruiter. Um, moving up the pecking order when it comes to being a coordinator, I think the next step for him is be a head coach. But man, don't sleep on Kane Womack, man. Don't sleep on. Him. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that he's gonna be, um, the next Will Buschamp, who's a great defensive coordinator everywhere he went, Auburn and Texas. Uh, I'm not going to tell you that, but, you know, Kane Omac is a good get for, for Alabama. Um, what do you think Santi's problem is offensively? Um, he's just in a different role. That's Nestle and Jackson. He's in a different role, but I think he's doing a better job in his new role than Josiah is in his new role. I mean, Santi's still giving you great defense per- on the perimeter, um, he ain't turning the ball over. Um, both guys are having to adjust. Both guys obviously are are not the same player offensively. Do you, 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 you think Josiah has adjusted better and playing better than Santi the last two or three games?
1: Just, just, I mean, the last week, Josiah has had a really bad okay, week. Man. But That's what I mean. up, until, up until that Mississippi State game, Josiah was the most consistent player on the team, yeah. including Dalton. Yeah. This season, Rick Barnes has said that multiple times publicly over the last week. So uh, he's ha- he's had a bad last couple of games. But up until those couple of games, Josiah was the most consistent player for Tennessee this season. Yeah. So I-, I would say if we're talking the last week or so, Santi has done a better job. Yeah. But the season as a whole, Josiah has done a better job.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. That's totally fair. Um, let's See what else to see here on the text box. What, are opinion, what is your opinion on coaches that share the same role? Do you like co-coaches? Um, that's that's for money. It don't really matter to me. There's 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 no such thing as co-coordinators. That's silly. Like, what are you doing? Calling the plays fifty percent equally. All right, you get the first quarter. I get the third quarter. I get the second quarter. You get the fourth quarter. Like, you may have some 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 guys work together during the course of a game and they make call plays together in four quarters but like there's always going to be one that calls plays more most of the time it's for titles it's for more money Brown Hunsaker says ain't nobody heard of Kane mac until two days ago um that's that might be true for the majority of college football fans, but I think people that that's follow football in the state of Alabama know how valuable Kane and O'Mac can be. I mean, he's, he's South Alabama's head coach at one point, which means he's going to be in the trenches with those high school coaches more than maybe a position coach at at Alabama or at Auburn. And so those are ties that he has mobile that Alabama is going to benefit from. Hunsucker, just say you don't like the hire, you don't believe it, you don't respect it. Just say that. But dude's a good coach. Dude's a good coach.
1: I don't I don't know if Kane Womack is the best defensive coordinator Kalen DeBoer could have hired. But he is good, yeah, he's at good. minimum.
0: That's all I'm saying. Always
1: Is, Vols, is he will little champ like you said? Probably not, yeah. but maybe not. But he's not a bad hire. It's just, I don't know if it's the best they could have done.
0: Always, Vol says, do you think Barnes would tell the guys not to do horns down if we played them? I know Barnes did not like it when Grant and Admiral Gator chomped in 2018 down there in Gainesville. He, he didn't like that, so... I'm pretty sure he's not going to be a fan of horns down, whether he coached there or not. Like, I don't think he's going to like his players to do that.
1: I don't know if he would tell them not to though, just because his his mind is solely focused. It really is. So focused on on the game that I I almost think that he would, if he wanted to tell his team that I think he would forget because he's not worried about it until after the fact.
0: Yeah. And hopefully no assistance. Like, bringing up to them. Let them players do it. They want to do it. Let them players do it. If you have a hand side, you got a gator chomp that you do, then when you lose, it should be open season for the team that beat you to do it.
1: To now, what about stepping to the free throw line and double birding the, the referee when the referee turns the back to you?
0: uh what player was there he got the, he got the same punishment as Nate Oates, as Nate like, Oates. Putting his
1: hands uh on the, the NC State Guard DJ Horn
0: yeah like he got the same punishment as a coach for physically putting his hands on an opposing player
1: and and neither were punishments
0: no.
1: not that I think you need to be suspended for given the the double ver double birds I think you should have to run and uh you should be disciplined for that, but I don't I don't know that you need to miss a game. Whereas like Nate Oates should absolutely have to miss a game. One game. Yeah. You don't you just don't put your hands on on somebody. But I guess Nate Oates was just or maybe it's the Missouri player that was just in the wrong place at the wrong time.
0: Oh boy. Man. Man, man, man. Man. Saturday. Then you're gonna be at the game? Are you gonna be stuck like uh DeAndre Aiden?
1: Uh I think I'm gonna make it. Okay. We uh we, we ventured out yesterday morning. I my wife had to go to work yesterday. She works at the hospital. So it's like you you gotta go to work. You don't really have a choice. Yeah, you gotta go. Unless it's just impossible. Um And so she had already missed Tuesday because that's when the storm, that was the day after the storm hit and we could not get out. So Wednesday, yesterday, we tried to, to get her to work and we, I, I got out there. I had my, my toboggan on. I was, I had my jacket on my boots, my gloves, and and I warmed the car up. I got all the ice off the car. I, I got the snow and the ice out of the way to be able to back out of the driveway and uh daycare's obviously out. I got the baby into the car. I even took Judge with us. He he was gonna ride to the hospital with us. And so we it took like an hour to get out of the neighborhood after all after it was all said and done. And we get five minutes down the road and work calls her and tells her, uh, don't worry about coming in. Mm. So we did get out of the neighborhood yesterday. Now we're supposed to get some some more snow and and ice tonight, so that may complicate things. But the the primary roads out here are were, were perfectly fine, relatively speaking. Yesterday, it's just the secondary road, So if, if I can get out of my neighborhood, I'm going to be at the game on Saturday. All right, I'm tired of sitting up in this house.
0: I'm saying, I get it. Okay, uh, last thing before we go, Hurd. There's not another team in the mix. Tennessee is the only team in the mix. So I would be cool if you don't even make an announcement. Just just show up wearing orange. I'm cool with that. Like, you technically don't have to make an announcement. And honestly, it'd be kind of cool and refreshing if a player didn't commit with an edit or graphic. They just said to the staff, I'm coming. No need to get on social media and tell everybody I'm coming. I'll be cool with that. So I'm not threatened by any other school. Lance Hurd, you saw video of John Campbell working out um, the right tackle. That's all I got. Yeah, working out right tackle.
1: So you believe that Tennessee and Lance Hurd still dotting the I's and crossing the T's?
0: I think Lantard will be the left tackle of Tennessee. I'll be surprised if that is not the case, especially with video of John Campbell working out at at, at right tackle.
1: John Campbell posted a video. That doesn't sound like him. If you would like to move like John Campbell is moving the right tackle, I encourage you, the good folks, and Knox does as well, to reach out to Jennifer Morris of Keller Williams Realty. She can help you with all your real estate needs. She is the GOAT. She is the best. She loves her some Tony Vitello just like you love yourself some Tony Vitello, and she can help you achieve all of your real estate needs.
0: But Ben McKee. I'm Jason Swain. Hope everyone has a great rest of the day. Please be safe. Please be careful. Tuesday, 8 a.m. Swain event. fueled by and Barbecue. Peace and love, everybody.